Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after having a life sentence in prison. I am your host, Tito Guerrero. Let's jump into it. So it's another edition of Monday Motivation, Motivation Monday. Um, I'm in a new house, um, finally moved in. Unfortunately, we really went small until we... Um, can figure out where we might want to buy a house so unfortunately i don't have an office so there might be some background noise and i really apologize for that but you know what are you going to do amongst this crazy pandemic that's going on <clears throat> we are weeks into it um it's crazy and how are you going to stay motivated at a time like this right um and uh, let's just talk about that right for those of us who have not had symptoms, therefore we haven't been tested, that's a good thing. The The odds are that probably someone who's listening to this, I don't have a zillion followers or listeners, but odds are one of you probably have it. Um, hell, I might have it and don't even know it. Um, something that isn't being perpetuated or, or um, put out there kind of like on the propaganda level is... Uh, is that um, there? There is a higher mortality rate, right? Um, than take for example the swine flu or the H one N one, right? But right now, as it stands, um, something I pulled up and what was this? This is just from yeah, it's just um, a few days ago, not that long ago. I, I believe the mortality rate's more around. Uh, three-ish percent, but um, at the time of this uh, editorial, it was at uh, basically 1.6. So when you think about that, um, hell, uh, half of the time you go into a hospital for a quote-unquote routine procedure, right? Uh, let's say, for example, um, you pass a kidney stone, you know, especially if you're like me and you're in the over 40 club, uh, chances are you've had some kind of problem, you know, in your life where you probably had to go in and they pump your body full of some fluid and then they do some, some high tech x-rays to kind of see if there's anything else in your system. Well, you got to sign a piece of paper saying that there's basically a 1% chance that you're going to die. <laughs> like they're going to screw something up and you die. Um, if you, at least four days ago when this editorial came out, if you had COVID-19, you damn near had the same chances, but we're more scared of COVID-19 than we are to go in and let a licensed physician perform something that could potentially still kill us because we're thinking about long-term health or I'm in pain and I want the pain to stop and we're willing to take that 1% chance, right? Um, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? I guess what I'm trying to say is... In terms of staying motivated right now with all the craziness, um, like if you're at home and you weren't at home before and maybe you or your spouse or you both work, now you're both at home, maybe one used to work, one would stay home. And it might be a little trying, right, that you're both home. 
and you're kind of bumping into each other because where else are you going to go? And yeah, you might still go out for a walk or to smoke if you smoke or whatever it may be, but the reality is you're, you're being forced into uh, more one-on-one time. And someone like me, um, and a lot of the guys I'm still good friends with, uh, we know how to deal with this because when you're in prison, when you're in jail, um, yeah, that's all day. You're basically on that quarantine status all the time. The difference is, is you're with one individual to, you know, it depends if you're in a dorm or in a gym setting. I know California's gotten a lot better. I don't think they have as many gyms set up like they used to, but I'm sure they still have some. And yeah, you kind of get used to dealing with that. And, you know, the, the this thing with people buying up toilet paper, I've talked about this before, like it's absolutely absurd, especially when uh, COVID-19 doesn't do anything to make you have to use the bathroom anymore. If anything, probably you're not using the bathroom as much, so you don't need as much toilet paper. So, you know, once again, and, and I think it's crazy, people um, in certain states, not all states, I heard California um, in the Bay Area is kind of hard to find, like, hand soap and stuff, but, like, out here in Indiana, there's plenty of soap. It's just not sanitizer, and the real thing is you want to wash your hands more. Washing your hands is better than using hand sanitizer. So, uh, you know, it, it's all this stuff where people see something happen and the psychological aspect of that frenzy that I, I see 10 people jumping off a bridge. I better jump off a bridge because something bad is coming, right? So let, let, let's talk about some of this other stuff that's going on, right? We got um, people at home uh, with kids a lot of times, right? Kids are at home and um it's unfortunate because some of us that have kids in not just daycare but somewhere where they're actually learning and the interaction that they have with teachers and other kids is benefit beneficial for their their growth you know um and so they're not getting that i know there's a lot of schools that are doing online we just moved here so uh, we just got an email from the school we're going to be putting our daughter in uh, to get her signed up for some of these online uh, classes, which I think is great. Um, but, yeah, if you're at home, you're dealing with that. Some people have family that you can, you know, put some burden on, pass a burden around. And then there's the other fear that, you know, a young person might have COVID-19 and it doesn't do anything to them. But they could pass it to the older person, the grandparent or whatever. So you don't want to have them interact. Which also sucks because you have family that wants to spend time together and they and they just can't, right? Um, so that that that's kind of the at home part, and and I know you're probably like, dude, are you gonna try and motivate me or not? <laughs> but I want to kind of put it all out there because I, I want to make sure people understand that like uh, I get your situations, right? So let's go to to the workforce, right? You might be at home, you might not. You might be teleworking, right? Which, um, in a sense, is good because then you're still getting paid. Now, you might be teleworking and not making as much, um, but at least you're making something. Maybe you've been laid off, um, furloughed, uh, literally told to get unemployment. Um, and and, and that, that in and of itself can throw you into a depression and, and stress you out, right? But what about these essential workers, right? Um, 
you, you guys got to understand there's a stress level that goes with that too. Um, where I'm at right now, I'm an essential worker and it's hard because I want to help out around the house, but I also have a job to do. I'm getting paid to do a job and I, I don't want to take away from either or like my family or my job. Um, and it's hard because no matter what, I feel like I'm cheating one or the other. Right. So I get that with, with a lot of you guys. Right. Um, some people still have to go into work. I have a friend, she's a doctor and she hasn't had a day off, um, since the beginning of March. Um, and she's just now about to get a day off. Uh, I believe she said Monday. That's, that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. We need her working, but think about that. Who wants to be that essential worker? Like you, you might be doing it because really in, in, in your heart, you want to help all these individuals and you know, you have a skill set, you have knowledge that can help them and you can, you can be a, a positive influence on your community and everything. But, but she probably just wants to spend some time with her husband and kids, right? She probably just wants to be able to sleep for a whole day straight, right? She's probably worried that she might bring something home, you know, and, and hurt herself or her family. And and I know we're all applauding. Um, you know, I definitely, you know, big shout out to everyone from the medical field to our first responders to, to all of our law enforcement, our guys working the prisons and jails and and garbage men and women teachers that are doing the, the the classes i mean big shout out to them and isn't it funny isn't it funny and sad that it takes something like this for us to really sit back and look and say look at the people that make the most money and i'm talking like athletes and stuff right and entertainers right like People have a, a misconception sometimes around like artists, performers, like they make all, all their money selling CDs. I mean, you can download damn near everyone's music for free off the Internet. They make their money touring and getting you to pay the 20 to 250 bucks to sit down and see them perform. Right. So they're not making any money right now. Like that's killing them. Right. These athletes, they're. They might still be making money, but they're probably getting hit with some cuts and some other things, too. And the people that make all this money, the people that we thought brought us so much joy and happiness, now can't do much of anything for us. Because if you got COVID-19 and you're sitting on a ventilator, what do you care if Mark Anthony is up on a stage singing? What do you care... If your favorite football team won or not. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. You might care. I know there's some people going, hell, I still care. I still want to see them. But the reality is, is you're probably going to be more concerned with your health. With you getting back to normal. So, anyway. You got people that have been laid off. People, you know, basically told, go file for unemployment. And I really want to touch on that. Because um, so many people hear that. And to them is, I just got fired, right? What you got to understand, and if your employer hasn't um, expressed this to you, explained this to you, then may, maybe this can help you out a little bit. But the reason they want you to do that is so you can get more money, right? 
who wants to be laid off and not be paid and not know when you're going to come back and have no source of income at all, right? So a lot of employers, nonprofits, for-profits, everyone, um, did a lot of stuff around paying people for a week or two, even though they weren't working. And most employers are continuing to pay into benefits, which some are paying the full full load on that, which means you basically still have health care, even though you're not working. A lot of employers are just paying their portion of it. So if from your unemployment check, if you pay in your portion, you'll still have benefits, which is still good, right? So a, a big thing right now is is what companies and organizations do now is really going to dictate who they are when everything gets back to quote-unquote normal, right? Because what you do when when the stuff hits the fan tells people who you really are. You know, like if, if someone pulls out a gun in a restaurant and you protect your family, everyone knows that's that's who you are. Someone pulls out a gun in a restaurant and you run and hide behind your significant other, then that that says who you are, right? So this is one of those times when companies have the opportunity to go the extra mile do what they have to do, lobbying on the hill and everything else to, to get whatever money they can back in, in subsidies or, or stimulus packages or whatever. But but take care of their people because at the end of the day, they're going to need those people back, right? So back to the people that have been told to file for unemployment, told that they've been laid off. Uh, I want to tell you guys, and I can't speak for every company. I'm, I'm not a CEO. I'm not any of that. I could just tell you from what I've read and what I've heard and, and what I've been dealing with during this whole pandemic is organizations want their people to come back, but they also want to take care of their people as best they can. And the whole thing with doing the layoffs is payroll's the biggest hit on a PL, on a profit and loss statement. You know, you got payroll and then if you owe rent and stuff like that, that's your, your other one, right? So companies have to... They, they have a fiduciary responsibility to take care of their finances so that they can open back up. So doing layoffs basically is a way to save money on the payroll side. Encouraging people to do unemployment because you're laid off, you haven't lost your job. But at least that unemployment can hold you over until it's time to come back. And right now, there's a lot of things that the feds have put out. They give you extra money. So I hate to say it, if you're a minimum wage employee, you're actually benefiting from this because you, you'll you'll more than likely make more money than you did before being unemployed, which I hate. I mean, it sucks. I know. I hate. I hate it too. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is don't feel let down or like your company gave up on you. Odds are, you know, depending on what size company it is, even if it's a there's only 17 people that work at the restaurant that you're at. And everyone but two people got laid off. Don't feel bad that you weren't one of two. You know what I mean? Like, understand that it's a business decision that has to be made. And you know it's crazy. So at least this isn't one of those blindsided that the owner's trying to, you know, get a whole new team or anything like that. And they're doing something behind your back. Duh. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Things are bad out there. The things that you can do, right? Things that you can do is research the hell out of everything that's going on, right? 
Know what's going on in your area. Know what the governor of your state's doing. Know what the mayors are doing. Because what everyone keeps doing is pointing the finger at Donald Trump and his team. And don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't want to make this political. I have no love for that guy. Um, but at the same time, he's the president. At the end of the day, he can, and you guys see this all the time. He tells states what to do and the governors basically say, screw you, I'm doing, I'm not doing it or I'm not doing this. And then he threatens them by saying, I'm not going to give you federal money. So instead of just listening to him, like, uh, has anyone got a stimulus check yet? I keep seeing all these things about, uh, if he's not your president, don't take the check. Well, you got to get the check not to take it first. Right. Anyway. Look and see what your local government is doing and local by state and then by your city and everything else. Right. Find out what opportunities there are and humble yourself. Um, the reality is, is depending on what what um, uh, uh, agency you go to to look it up, it's somewhere in the high 50, low 60s up to high 70s as a percentage. So we're just going to say 65 to 75 percent. Of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Odds are, if you're listening to me, you are probably one of those people. You probably don't have the quote-unquote guideline of six months worth of your salary saved up just in case for something like this, which means you can't afford rent, you can't afford your mortgage, you can't afford your car note, you can't afford, you know, the 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 student loans, you can't afford like all these different things that a lot of adults have as regular bills, utilities, um, cable, internet, like all this junk, right? And then don't be one of these people that subscribes to 28 different, you know, boxes of crap that shows up at your door once a week or once a month or whatever it is. Cause those are all things that if you start adding them up, you might have two or $300 of, of junk that you donate half the time because you don't use it. Right. So this is also a great time to reevaluate, um, what your real needs are and what your wants are and what can you get rid of, right? Um, but at the same time, don't turn your nose up to things that are out there. There's food pantries that are going empty because they're just giving it out to anyone and everyone who needs it. Don't turn down some free food. You know, that's that that's a potential $100, $200 savings um, from going to the grocery store, which you can... Either use to just hold until you really need it or maybe to pay a bill. Um, look at whatever resources are out there. And if, if you're a, a family, you know, make sure that whatever stimulus does come from the government, you get your full load. Don't don't feel bad about it. Like this is this is what living in the greatest country in the world is supposed to be about. That when something like this happens, we take care of each other and the government takes care of us. Right. So, um, know that essential workers, um, some people might think that, that that's, um, a good thing and that it's a privileged thing or whatever. Um, the reality is, is not always. And just like essential workers, you might be complaining that you're at work cause you have to go where everyone else is complaining that they have to stay at home. So, you know, be mindful of that. And know that if you're healthy or healthy-ish, <laughs> you're winning right now. And at the same time, know that not everyone is dying. And I know there's like 
thousands of people here and there that are that are dying. New York and California has it really bad. Washington has it really bad. But think about how many people aren't dying. Think about how many people had it, went in. Um, I got a buddy, his girlfriend went in, was in the hospital, hospitalized, oxygen, the whole nine. And I don't know, a week or two later, she's out. She's good, you know. So you can get over it. Not everyone dies, but that doesn't mean don't do your part. Wash your hands religiously over and over and over again. Use the hand sanitizer when you don't have it anywhere else. Try not, it's one of the hardest things in the world not to touch your face. Try not to touch your face, especially your mouth, um, nose, and your eyes, because that stuff goes directly into your system, right? Um, take your vitamins, um, Eat healthy whenever possible. Like right now, I know everyone's gaining weight because it's a bunch of takeout food, uh, which is another thing. Why are you ordering all this takeout food? It usually costs more than cooking for yourself. Like take this time to have fun. Make family events of it. Cook as a family. Eat as a family. Be a family. Play board games. Do try different stuff. Uh, I took my daughter out for a hike today. Um, I think it's kind of cool. We live in a tri-state area where... 30, 40 minutes away, you're in another state and you can go visit some different places. So we went hiking and, you know, there were people out hiking, but it was pretty much households hiking together. So everyone was practicing social distancing. You got to see some outdoors, got to get some fresh air. It was, it was great. So try different stuff. But most importantly, you guys, don't stress out over things you have no control over. Um, we elected politicians, they're up doing what they feel is right. You're an idiot if you think that politicians really have our best interests at heart. They all have backers, financial backers. These guys get their salaries until they die, whether they serve a year or not. Like, there's so many reasons why they're taken care of. And that's their biggest thing. They're going to take care of themselves first, which, you know, like on an airplane, when the oxygen's mass drop, what do they tell you? Put yours on first before you help your kid. It's the same thing. Everyone got to look out for themselves. But at the end of the day, know that so much of this you have no control over. You do have control over things like if you see someone, you know, touching a bunch of stuff and then going and touching some food. Yeah, of course. Tell them, hey, man, can you not do that? Um, at the same time, don't get in any fights. Like People are doing some ridiculous stuff out there right now because they're stressed out about this. But the sooner we all uh, wash our hands and really do the shelter-in-place stuff, I know not every state has done it. I don't know why that should be a federal mandate, but we'll get back to to life. But part of this is, I got to tell you all, it's never going to be the same. Um these pandemics have gotten worse but at the same time it's how we handle them and we never seem to be prepared and we never get ahead of it it's always it'll pass it'll blow over instead of getting things situated so hopefully we as a country as a people get better and i just got to tell you guys um be considerate be mindful be safe be clean be healthy um most importantly, be human. Understand that, you know, if you have 24 rolls of toilet paper at home and they're selling toilet paper all of a sudden, don't buy any. Let someone else get it. Be a human being. Offer to bring someone some food that is on quarantine. Offer to do something for someone 
while you're not at work and not doing anything else. Um, anyway, I know it wasn't much of a motivational speech today, but I just want you guys to understand, um, if you're healthy and if you're at home or at work and you're able to see your family, you're winning. And all of this stuff will pass. And when it's done, you'll joke about it like it was nothing because it's done. It's easy to talk and and act like it's nothing after it's over. But we never think about that when we're going through the process because all we want to do is bitch and complain about the process. So anyway, don't bitch and complain. Understand that we will get through this, but we have to do it together. There is no one person or, or one family or one team or one company. It's all of us together. So y'all keep your heads up. Um, wash them hands. And be sure to let people know that you love them and that you care about them and that you're thinking about them. All right? This is Tito. Out.